the you look at the statistics, like the people who are in that age group are usually single soldiers yeah. that probably need some way of decompression yeah. in a stressful stressful job. So yeah. for them to be able to to offer that to, to people who might be stressed out or yeah. just having a rough day, missing home or something like that, yep. and to take their mind off of doing some dumb shit. I'm all for it. That's like, awesome. I, I love I love their mission. Like, I'm I'm always behind everything, behind all this stuff they do. They're great. Oh. Hey, she's a beauty. Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on and share their stories, advice, and share their experiences. And today I have Pool Shark. Welcome. What's up? Happy to have you here. Yeah, it's good to be here. All right. So normally what we do is we kick off the pod with a few rapid questions. But first, I'd like to thank you for your service. I understand you served. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate what you did for our country. And, you know, it's a special breed of people can do that. They're all broken now. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, all right. So, first, uh, first question is: What was for supper tonight, or dinner? <sighs> I had a salad. All right. Easy. I just had a salad. Like I, I just, I don't know. I was, I was eating. I had, I had lunch, and I was like, oh man, I'm hungry. And then I, we did like uh, Lupo, Fab, and I did that uh, Omega Strikers tournament. Oh, okay. And like after that, I was just like, nah, I'm I'm having a salad. Like I'm <laughs> I don't even eat it all. Like I'm exhausted. Like for no reason. Like that game just took it out of me. Oh, now what game is that one? Uh it just came out. It's called Omega Strikers. Yeah. It's like uh League of Legends meets ice hockey or air hockey. Oh, I think I saw something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a three V three. Yeah. Man, my old brain just does not <laughs> Like I'm, I'm rocking a killer headache right now. Like oh, no. all the bright colors and the quick movement. I'm yeah. Like, I'm oh, burnt. <laughs> I'm burnt. <laughs> oh. All right. So question number two: What was the last movie you saw? <sighs> the last one that I stayed awake through. Yeah. Uh, probably Austin Powers. I watched it on Netflix the other night. Oh, dude, that's a classic. Yeah. Excellent. Hadn't seen it in forever, so I was like, yeah. oh, it's on Netflix. Nice. All right. And final question is, what was the sketchiest bar you've ever been to? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, man, there's some places in Texas that I don't even remember the name to. <laughs> Why does Texas come up so many times when I say <laughs> this question? <laughs> it's just because there's like, there's it's such a big place, and yeah. there's always these little shady, little seedy outposts in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And... I just every once in a while you find one, and I happened to go see a concert there for a band I'd been like huge fans of forever. Yeah, but man, was it the, ugh, it was the skankiest bar I'd ever been to. Oh. It was it was gross. Oh, and what was the band that was playing? Spine Shank. Okay, all right. They're an cool. older, uh, I'd say like I don't know, early two thousands like new metal. Okay. So yeah, they uh they they didn't really tour much. Yeah, and like I. They're like, oh, they're going to be like 30 minutes away. Because that was uh, stationed at Fort Hood. Yep. And that place is terrible anyway. Oh, and, uh, so we're like, oh, let's just drive out to this place. And it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was oh, my God. All, there was like no town around. It was just like a random bar yeah. in the middle of like 
a long, quiet road. It was weird. Uh, now, was the stage, like, fenced off with, like, chicken wire or anything like that? No, and it literally was just a step up from this, the main floor. So oh it was God. just, like, the band and, like, six inches below is us. It was so weird. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So I, I had a I had a, a special ops guy on, and I asked him that question about the sketchiest bar, and he said it was Chad Africa, and there was a handmade sign that had a cross through it, like an X and an RPG, like no RPG. Like wow, okay, that's that's a that's a good one. I guess that's something you don't really want in a bar, so that makes sense. Absolutely. So <laughs> good on them for knowing what they don't want there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get things started. So you were you were in the service. What branch were you part of? Uh, I was Army from 06 to 2013. Uh, yeah. Was infantry. Uh, they broke me. And yeah. They kicked me out. Oh man. What made you decide <laughs> to curve. sign up? Uh, boredom. I was just bored. <laughs> no way. I, I was. I was working for a, a draft, uh, an engineer, yeah, a civil engineer, and uh, oh, hey, I was working for a civil engineer, and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was drawing blueprints, and I'm yeah. like, I can't. I hate this. Like, I hate this with a passion. Like, uh, this is mind numbing. So yeah. I was like, I'm either going to college, or I'm finding a new job. And then drove by a recruiter station. I'm like, you know what? Why not? Holy cow! And then I joined. Now, what made you pick in, uh, Army over Air Force or Marines or Navy? Probably lack of knowledge yeah. on what what branch does what. Yeah. Plus those cool videos that they show you when you sign up. Yeah. Like, you want to kick some doors in and shoot some terrorists? I'm like, I do. I really do. That sounds fun. Let's do that. Oh, man. And then I got in. I'm like, man, maybe I should have should have done a little bit more research <laughs> on this. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had a Devil Dog Gamer on, and he goes, uh, you know, there's only one thing. There's only two things you can do when you get out of the army, you know, versus go, you know, Air Force and whatnot. And he goes, uh, work at Walmart or work as security. Security. Yep. You can be a cop. You can work at Walmart. Or you can be a security guard. Yeah. There's no. There's no different. Like, like that's wow. It. So, <laughs> with that being said, what did you do when you got out? Uh, so right when I got out, um, what did I do? Oh, yeah, I didn't do shit. <laughs> I just went to school. Like, I used, uh, because I had, uh, uh, I, I was service connected. Like, I was med boarded, so I was yep. medically discharged. So I got, uh, it's called, it's called voc- vocational rehabilitation or something like that. Yeah. Employment. Yeah. And they changed the name of it now. But it was, uh, I got to go to school. They bought me supplies for school. Yeah. And then it was just like, there you go. Here's, here's a bunch of money. You go to school. So I just went to school and, uh. While I was doing that, I kind of was like dabbling back into gaming and stuff. Yeah. Where, uh, because before I joined, I, I moderated forums for Battlefield. Oh, okay. Uh, over there. Yeah. All those things. Um, I was like, I was a moderator for the official forums and like oh, wow. before I joined. Yeah. And then I joined. I'm like, hey, I need to not do this for a while. Yeah. And then as I was getting ready to transition out, I got back into it. And I'm like, yeah, I got nothing else to do. So. Yeah. That's when uh, they started inviting me out to like feedback sessions with like content creators and stuff. Yeah. And so like while I was going to school, I was doing like feedback uh, gaming sessions with yeah. with devs all over the world. So like oh, I was wow. kind of bouncing that back and forth. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty, very pretty cool. Fun. So now, before the whole army thing and and you know being battlefield mod, what where are you from? Where'd you grow uh, up? So I was born in upstate New York. Like way upstate, yeah. Like a 
like an hour hour away from Canada, so way yeah. up there. Um, and as a kid, uh, parents divorced. Uh, I went with my mom, came down to Florida. Yeah. Grew up here. Um, graduated. Uh, was married before, like, married, um, I don't know, a month? Yeah, about a month before I left for basic training. Oh, my God. So, like, because, like, I, I had known um, my wife since... What grade was I in? Tenth grade, I think. No way. Like not not like actively friends yeah. or anything, but knowing of each other, and then became friends and like later on in high school, and then dated after I graduated, and then married before I went to basic. Oh So shoot. like we knew like where we were going with that. Yeah. So, like three months, three months after marriage is whoop, gone. <laughs> so that was a that was a that was stress. Like, yeah, I bet. Just jumping right off the deep end. There was no wading in. Oh God. <laughs> And now yeah. what was it like, you know, jumping into, you know, joining up where you've already been, you know, previous training career and, and now you're jumping feet first into this? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, I kind of just, I don't know. I, I always take things in stride. Yeah. I never really, I don't really expect too much out of things. So like when I did it, I'm like, yeah, this is probably going to suck. So I just, I mean, I'll just roll with it. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like. It did suck, but yeah. at the same time, like I just expected it to suck, so it wasn't horrible. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they, I mean, they just they they beat you beat you down to like oh. where you're just like accepting it. So it's yeah, just, you you kind of just get used to it after a while. And oh, it just man. becomes a just a different just a different way of life. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, because that's that's actually something Devil Dog was talking about when he got out. His only people he could relate to were people who were you know just the way you, you talk to people and everything like that it was it was a big adjustment yeah i mean people see it all the time on stream like i i i'm non-stop talking shit yeah like, i don't <laughs> i don't ever hold back like i'm always screwing with somebody yeah and like that was that was 12 years or not 12, it was about, yeah about 12 years because like after before i got in my buds were kind of like that already yeah but then this took it to the next level where we're all just like we're all friends but we're all just like beating on each other verbally yeah and like and and my and the people that i play with now like <laughs> if they can hang <laughs> then we can hang <laughs> yeah oh I, i've heard yeah. some of the stuff absolutely <laughs> it's it's great content oh so where where did video games start for you where do they begin um i would say like oh man where did they begin uh we had i think my first like actual remembering like of video games we had an NES. Yeah. Um, Mario and all that. So, but like being fully ingrained into gaming probably didn't happen until uh, 97. Yeah. With uh, Final Final Fantasy 7. Once I got that game, like that's when I was like, gaming, gaming's pretty great. Like, yeah. This is, this is pretty sick. Like these type of stories can like elicit these type of emotions out of people. Yeah. And, and that's what really pulled me in to where I was like, yep, I'm. Probably not going to quit this anytime soon. Yeah. Okay. And then over the years, what are some of the games that really stick out for you? Uh, well, that one yeah. specifically because you know it's like that's the beginning, right? And then and then you have games with like where you could like make cool content with buds just hanging on the couch drinking whatever. Yeah. So like I don't know, Goldeneye stuff like that. Um, Battlefield was kind of my first foray into like big scale first person shooters. Yeah. Um, those are big ones, and then. I mean, there's always like those one offs that, that kind of hit you. Like, uh, 
real good game that I played. Like one of my probably one of my favorite games of the last ten to fifteen years. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, I absolutely love that game. Like just the like, there's no talking in the emotion that they can portray just yep. by the music and the sound effects and stuff. There's that's just that type of stuff is is, is few and far between. Yeah, so those those ones really stand out. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. And now you know what was so. If you picked out of all the Battlefield the franchise, what is one of the you know which is the one that really sticks out to you as as you know as your favorite? Twenty one forty two. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's by far my favorite Battlefield game in the entire franchise. Like even the like Battlefield Three, which is highly regarded by most. And yeah. Bad Company Two, Twenty One Forty Two for me is like pinnacle first person shooter. Yeah. It made huge advances in like game modes and setting and not really leaning too far into the sci-fi. Yeah. Still maintaining some reality, like that was that was by far like the pinnacle of live die repeat shooters. For yeah. Me. And now what happened with this latest one? Why, how did it go so far off the rails? Like, honestly, you know, BF4 is probably my favorite and all they needed yeah. to do was just, you know, replicate it and update a graphics engine. Dude, I don't know, man. I, we told them, we've told them every time we're like, every time they do a release, cause we, I used to do feedback. Yeah. Like, they'd fly us. They fly a bunch of us out to Stockholm yeah. to go talk to devs and be like, these are your fans. Like these, like these content creators right here have been with your franchise forever. Here's some regular fans. Like this was before I was even streaming. So like, yeah. I was just a, a fan. Yeah. And they're like, these are people who played your game and know what makes battlefield good. And they just, we told them everything. And it's like every release, like the things that we told them that needed to be like in the game were just yeah. skeleton, skeleton crew there. It was crazy, oh, man. Oh man. And now, how did you get hooked up into that whole, you know, be part of, of you know, working with the devs and, and providing the feedback and whatnot? Uh, I, so, I mean, being a moderator, that was like the kind of the step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I like they knew that I was kind of there just part time and just had having fun. Yeah. But uh, I, I used to do like I, I mean, they like their feedback in forums. Yeah. And so I would always post my feedback as well as threads. And they're like, hey. Uh, we might have something for you to do. Like, do you want to fly out here and talk to the devs and yeah. have some one-on-one -on -one time with them? Wow. And, and it's like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've, I've only been out of the country a couple of times and they were not ideal. I, yeah. like, I'd like to go have a fun out of country experience. So, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I want to do this. <laughs> oh man. That's so cool. All right. So now what, let's talk about the whole content creation and streaming. Were you creating content first or did you go stream first? What did I do first? Um, so, oh yeah, oh so uh, Titanfall. Yeah. Um, I knew their community manager pretty well. Yeah. And I played a lot of Titanfall, and my I think my the first things I I did was some videos on like some how tos on how to play like certain Titans. Yeah. And then there was just like I was terrible at it, but like I just did it anyway. And I yeah. Mean, and that was kind of like my first foray, and I would dabble in those. I'd do a couple Battlefield ones and a couple Titanfall ones. Yeah, but I that was like 2014. Yeah, 2015. That was a long time ago. Oh wow! And I just I, and I didn't I didn't even start streaming until 2018. I don't even know what year it is. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, 2018. So like, it was like four years before I actually started doing this and focusing on it as like a job. Oh wow! 
and just dabbling. Yeah. Never thinking it was going to go anywhere. It's just like, yeah, here's a video. You got some money for me? Like, oh, hell yeah, I'll do that. Like, that works for Damn, me. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. And Titanfall is a great game. So, like, such a cool concept. Oh, yeah. That's if there's a, a campaign, like, if there was a, a first person shooter campaign yeah. that I would put above the rest, it would be Titanfall 2's. Yeah. Just the the cohesive story and the cool tech they did like that one mission where you go back and forward in time where he just like does that and he yeah. just switches between past and present. I mean, that was such a unique concept and I loved it. Ah, cool. So what made you go live for the first time? What made you hit that stream button? Um, conv- I, it took a lot of convincing. From, yeah. Uh, my buddy, Tim darkness. Okay. Um, he was the one he basically was like, you should just give it a go because I played I played a lot of games with him I, when I wasn't streaming and yeah. he was streaming. We would play like Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, um, we'd get like his community members and we kind of like carry him up to a certain level and kind of bounce back and forth. Yeah. Um, it, and then like after a while, he's like, you should just try it. And like like. To about a year and a half after that, I did. Oh no way! And now, what platform did you start on? Because I I found you through Facebook, and it's like, oh wow, you know, because really, when I think of you know Facebook, it's not what I think of streaming first. You know, and yeah. normally everybody has their start on Twitch. So I was like, oh man, I got to talk to Pulshark. I want to hear this story. So funny enough, I did start on Twitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I did. So it's like, when was that? Like October. 2017 yeah i went live i think i went live for the first time and i'm like you know what i'll i'll put 20 30 hours in here a week and see what it happens yeah um i what did i start with i think it was tarkov i think my first stream on there was tarkov i was getting getting back into it after having some hiatus because of anger with the game (laughs) yeah um so i came back i think i i'm pretty sure i started streaming tarkov but didn't really like stick to the game i didn't like i didn't have the whole like understanding of like you need to main a game on twitch yeah build yourself in the community like i didn't know any of that so i was playing like tarkov and then i'd jump on a fortnite or yeah. something and then i would jump into sea of thieves it was such a crazy like <laughs> jumping around and i didn't really see too much growth i think in like five months i got to like 1500 followers yeah and i was like this is kind of doing a thing but yeah and then Tim got a contract at Facebook. And oh, like, shoot. And then he did like a stream. Like they brought 40 creators over like yeah. the first batch. And he's like, uh, maybe you should try over here. I'm getting crazy numbers playing these games. Yeah. And I'm not really, really putting like any different content out than I was on Twitch. Yeah. So I did it. And like, I think the first stream had 1,200 viewers. Holy crap. And then the first week I had 10,000 followers. Jeepers. And like six months, I had a hundred thousand followers, <laughs> and I was sitting at like three to four k concurrent. Yeah, like just for playing Fortnite with with just the buds. Yeah, and it was it was early days. Facebook was the wild west. <laughs> it was crazy. Like the amount of views I there was times when I'd sit at like eight thousand eight thousand viewers. And now, and like when you, just you disappeared. Know. That's crazy. Like, cause like when you, you know, like you said, you started off in Twitch and it was just, you, you weren't getting the numbers and yeah. all of a sudden you step over to Facebook and now you're dealing with numbers that, you know, hot, you know, the high end streamers on Twitch get, you know, adjusting to chat that many people in that must've been just crazy. Yeah. I kind <clears throat> of, uh, I kind of focus my content onto not necessarily being like super 
serious competitive. Yeah. It was kind of just like, I'm just going to do this dumb thing. Yeah. And I'm going to just, this is going to be my focus. So, like, when I started, it was Fortnite and all the whole building thing and stuff yeah. like that. I hated building. So, I'm like, I'm never going to build. Like, I'll build <laughs> a wall and a ramp and that's yeah. it. And I just kind of leaned into that. And people loved it because that allowed me to not really try hard in the game because that if you're building, you're trying. Yeah. And then I, that would allow me to pay attention to chat. So while my buds are building skyscrapers, <laughs> I'm just sitting here plinking and talking to chat. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it did great. Like, yeah. It blew my page up. Like, I don't know. I had like 100 and, I don't know. I'd say after the first year, it was like 150,000. Yeah. <laughs> Close to 200,000. That's crazy. That is awesome. Yeah. And now what was, you know, the whole Facebook interface like, you know, those early. <laughs> it wasn't good. No. It wasn't good. Uh, I mean, and there's there's still some things to be desired. Yeah. Uh, left to be desired. But uh, initially it was just like, here's a link and here's your server and here's your stream key. Yeah. Start clicking buttons and hope it works. Oh, my God. And, I mean, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. Most times it didn't. Oh, Lord. <laughs> And now, when did you, you know, sort of start coming back to Twitch? Because you stream on Twitch, too, and I see you're, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're a partner on Twitch from a Twitch standpoint as well. Yeah. Um, so, it's, man, it's been about two years now. Yeah, it's been about two years. I, uh, I decided, I'm like, I need to not rely on this one platform that's new, still building. Yeah. And could potentially not be a thing in three years. Like, right. I need to diversify like eggs all eggs and all in one basket yep. like can't be doing that and so then i think initially i did like a day um a day here yeah um, day there it was like super random damn dogs clicking toenails. <laughs> um and like i just was like all right well i'm seeing good numbers like my followers are going up yeah and i'm like you know what maybe i should like make a, a an actual schedule that way will help with uh, Twitch and Facebook so that Facebook people know that I'm going to be on Twitch these days. Yeah. Um, and then Twitch people know, like, hey, I'm going to be on Twitch these days every week as opposed to um, I might see you next week. Am I not? Right. And and then then I started seeing those numbers grow as well. So it's been uh, it's been pretty good growth on yeah. Twitch for me right now. Ah, well, that's good thinking because the last thing you want to do is have like a mixer incident happen. And all of a sudden, like <laughs> yeah. you said, you know, it's like you're, you're just stranded. Uh, yep. Now, what would now do you did you see the same people from your Facebook community come over to Twitch or was that a whole different you know, group of people? So it was a lot of the Facebook. Like, yeah, uh, I think the good thing about Facebook Mixer YouTube. Yeah, is they don't mind putting in a different URL to watch their streamer. Yeah. Whereas Twitch to other places. So there's a lot more Twitch purists yeah. that won't leave that platform. Oh, okay. Um, I found that when I go, when I was when I'm doing streams, like I got a, like a, a bunch of followers on Twitch that won't watch on Facebook. Really? They'll only watch on Twitch. Yeah, and I, and that's been a pretty like consistent thing since I started there. Now and. Do I you th- get it. It's Facebook. <laughs> well, yeah, it is Facebook. But so yeah. this is this is when I was like thinking, like, okay, I'm gonna go, you know, watch you. But like, okay, yeah. now you see my real name inside of you know your chat. Do you think that's you know because there's a couple of steps you really need to do to sort of you know alias yeah. yourself? Um, I would say that the the real name thing is is good, mm-hmm. but there's kind of like. A caveat to that because I'm on Facebook and there's what 
two, how many billion people on that thing? Yes. So your streams will sometimes get pushed to people who probably shouldn't be conversing with other people or be in public and yeah. probably like chained somewhere because they're like heathens. Yeah. Um, those people like to come in every once in a while. Oh God. And it's like, how are you a human? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are these people? Like, I don't get how, like I've had some of the most vile, vulgar shit said to me Yeah. on like uh, promoted reels and stuff when Facebook will be like, Hey, this is doing well. We're going to push it out to more people. Like it's just some of the worst people. Oh my god! And it just gets it. It's like it's like they don't even try to push it to gamers. They're just like shotgun it on Facebook and hope everybody gets it. And man, wow! <laughs> real name is a blessing, but you have all those extra eyes, so it's also kind of a curse. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Holy cow! So now, when did you hit your? You know, so when you started, you know. Focusing a real schedule on Twitch. How far along before you got the the check mark from a partner standpoint? It's funny. Like I had no intention of applying for partnership. Yeah. Um, I wasn't gonna do it. I was just like, I'm I'm an affiliate. I'm getting literally the same perks except for I can't do squad streaming. Right. I mean, partners don't get any different sub revenue split anymore. Yeah. So I was like, why would I want to ruin? a good thing by having them ban me because I'm clearly streaming on Facebook. Right. Still. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not touching it. Like I didn't touch it. And then I knew that the, I, once I found out the thing ended, the um, yeah. exclusivity clauses, once I found out those ended, I just, I'm like, why? Hey, and it was like, yeah, hey, you've been approved. Yeah. That's like the easiest partner story I've heard yet so far. It's awesome. Yeah, it, was, it was super simple. It was just like, I, I applied. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew I hit the numbers because I said like a thousand plus. Right. And like my followers are there and like it's all organic. It's not like I'm botting myself or anything. Yeah. And I just, they just like, here you go. All right. Your partner now. Oh shit. That's pretty awesome. Now, now, now that you've, you know, you're on both platforms, you know, what are some of the things you like about the Facebook tools that you can have and the, you know, that Facebook experience? Um, I would say from a streamer standpoint, yeah. the analytic, your analytics on Facebook are so in depth. Like you can, like I have breakdowns of what country, like percentage wise. Yeah. What the demographics between male and female age demographics oh, state, wow. it breaks it down by state. Yeah. Who's watching by state. It's just the amount of stuff I have to understand who my audience is. Yeah. Without actually even needing to see a name or any other information is, yeah. is wild. And that's a huge, I'd say that's probably one of the better tools yeah. for growth is understanding what type of people you're catering to. Yeah. And that, that's solid. And it even shows like um, a lot of your viewers like this page or a lot of your viewers like oh. this page. And this is like, e it'll even go down to like, um, like on Facebook when you do likes. Yeah. Or I don't even know if they're called likes anymore. Faces, follows, yeah. or whatever they're called. It'll have like, it'll be like, okay, this group, this subset of people like Eminem. Yeah. This subset likes the NFL. And it's like, wow, that's right. crazy. Topics you could bring up and just, you know, yeah. cultivate more people. Mm -hmm. exactly. Nice. Oh, that's very cool. And then from the Twitch side of things, what do you like on the Twitch side of things that you don't, you don't, you know, get from the Facebook side? The simplicity. Yeah. Um, it, in, in terms of like just the overall look of the platform. Yeah. Twitch is way more minimalistic, which is probably better in terms yeah. for, uh, not necessarily like community growth, but for definitely for for fostering discussion. Yeah. Um, 
when I so I have a, a vertical screen like, like yep. right over here. Um, I have my chat every every day on it, and I have it takes up like I don't know, two like I'd say a little bit more than half of my screen because I have it up. Yeah. But on on Facebook, um, your chat looks kind of as if like you know how on your uh, if you're texting on your phone like an iPhone and there's the bubbles. Yep. It's essentially a screen full of bubble text. So it, it's just a lot of like extra space that I don't care about. Yeah. Like I want to read the words. I don't want to just have all this like alerts and right. weird little animations on my screen. Like I don't need that. Yeah. And that's one of the things they haven't really figured out is how to make things simple um, and less less cumbersome for the streamer. Yeah. And man, Twitch has that down pat. Like there is no extra crap on your screen if it yeah. doesn't need to be if you don't want it to be there. Oh, okay. That's uh, that is good info. So now, what has you know, in your opinion, you know, since you you know you went live, what's some of the harder things or the things that you struggle with? Um, I I would say initially, it was treating this as a job. Yeah. Because I didn't. I mean, I was like, oh, I'm just playing video games for fun, and they just happen to make me money. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a second. Now this is paying my bills like this is a job and then trying to think through like different different moves and maintaining and marketing and like yeah. all of the things that come along with like at being a business owner mm-hmm. is like amplified for this because you're it's an always online thing. Yeah. And for streamers, you're on camera for eight, 10, 12 hours a day and then you have to go be a parent yeah. or a, hus- a significant other. Yeah. And then you also have to run your business and try to figure out how to grow. Yeah. And man. Where do you, yeah. Where do you fit in was, the extra time after that? It, it's, there's just no time. And yeah. like, I, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, this job's not very hard. And I, I tell them all, I, when people ask me in my stream all the time, I'm just like, I, I think being an infantryman was easier than being a, a full-time streamer. Yeah. I was like, I would, I would get, <laughs> I'll go carry a hundred pounds <laughs> every day of the week. If my brain doesn't hurt like this yeah. <laughs> at the end of a week, it's just like everything's just kind of mush. Right. And at the end of the day, you're just, I'm like, I'm just like a husk, just kind of like dead on yeah. the inside. It's crazy. Yeah. And the I've, amount of focus. Well, exactly. You, you, you know, first of all, you're on camera, so you've got to, you know, you can't be miserable. You can't be, you know, you got to sort of, you got to be on and, yeah. you know, focus on chat or what you're playing. Then when you get off, okay, my socials, my business deals, uh, creating some extra content and now I've got to go, you know, parts of the day, you're being the husband, you're being the dad, everything else that goes along with that, along with the adult chores. So yeah, it is, it's just yeah. more than games. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I know a lot of people don't look at it that way. They're just, yeah. like, Oh, you're just streaming for, you're hitting a button and you go live, man. <laughs> the, once you get to a point where this can be a, a career, so that pays your bills. Yeah. Like that's when, that's when it starts like everything in your brain just starts turning like mm. yeah it's tough it's absolutely tough. so now what when did you know you could take this as a career was there a certain moment or was just over a period of time um uh man i can i can tell you when i t- when i ma- when i like made that choice yeah um i was i was getting out of, i just finished school just got a, my degree yeah um had a job lined up with a federal law enforcement agency. And 
I was I was getting ready to like I was I had a report date out to Virginia and everything for this, and I was like on my way, and I don't know, a, a, two uh, it was about a month before I left. I was just like, man, I could play games and my body will last longer. I won't be as as broken. Yeah. If I and I'd be home with family, like I'd be able to see my kids every day. I could set my own hours. Yeah. Um, or I could go do this, have a guarantee, like at the end of 20 years, I'm out. Um, but the cons came with that as well. Right. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm not doing this law enforcement thing. I'm like, I'm I'm done. And yeah. I put it in my paperwork. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and not do this. Yeah. And like, and that was terrifying. Oh like my I, god. Because I was I was making decent money doing yeah. this, but I was like. It's stability. Yeah. It didn't offer the stability because it was like Facebook again. And I yeah. didn't know if this was going to be, I didn't know if it was going to last a month or if I was screwing my, shooting myself in the foot. Right. It's like, ugh. but it, it was right then. Like, I didn't know. Like, yeah. I had no idea if I was there, if I was going to continue to grow. Yeah. But I made the choice and then just kept, kept like just pushing through the hours. And yeah. It, it worked out. And you're happy too. Um, yeah, I'm much. Oh God, man, I'm I'm cynical now. I couldn't even imagine how bad I'd be if I went to go work in federal law. Like I would have been. Oh my God, uh, I'd be a miserable. Oh God. <laughs> oh, so now what? You know what games did you start streaming with? Like, did you main? Like, once you got focused, you mained a certain game for a period of time, and then you transitioned over to other ones, or you stuck with one. Uh, so, man, I'll just kind of count. Like my start on Facebook is yeah. when I started streaming because Twitch was kind of just like I'll just do whatever. Um, I started on Fortnite, yeah, and played that for about a year, yeah, and nothing else. Literally only Fortnite, and then near the end of that, I was just man, my game. I got to find something else. And then right as I was kind of getting burnt out of that, Apex came out, yeah. Um, and then I went to Apex and played that for about year yeah. and a half maybe about ish and then uh as i started to get burned out of that warzone came out i'm like all right we'll just stick with the br theme right <laughs> yeah keep it on keep it rolling and i mean I, I doing that um that helps with the community building yeah it was br 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 yeah and it was it was super easy to hold what i had already gained yeah but uh the, definitely sticking with one game is and it's almost almost necessary now yeah. like in order to even get a foothold in streaming. Yeah. And and now when you made those transitions, did you just cut Cold Turkey Fortnite to Valorant or, or not Valorant? Was Valorant your second one? Uh, uh, Apex. Apex. Apex was like did you just go Cold Turkey or did you ease ease the transition? Man, I don't think there was a transition. I think yeah. it was like all right, Apex <laughs> came out, I'm done. And, man, I'm I'm like 99% sure that's how it happened. Yeah. Um, everybody knew. Like, they could see it in my face. Yeah. I was done with Fortnite. And I, mean, I think it was better for everybody that I was done. Yeah. So it was like cold turkey, I believe. And now, did you notice a difference in the different communities? Or because they were BR? Okay, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Apex community at the beginning. Yeah. Because it's, it's very different from what it was when it first came out. Yeah. But... The, the Fortnite community to the Apex community was a drastic change. Yeah. Um, with a lot of those bigger VR games, um, like Apex is now and Warzone and all them, um, Fortnite was pretty toxic. Their community was pretty toxic. Yeah. Like there was some real 
real terrible people in there, and oh. I mean, they they showed up in chats. So um, switching to Apex would pretty much eliminated that because the toxic Fortnite fans stayed with Fortnite, yeah. and um, Apex was kind of built from scratch. So the toxicity didn't really creep in yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, all those big games, you get to a certain size, you're gonna get that fan base. Yeah. And it's not it's not the it's not the fault of, of those specific games. It's just popularity brings in turds yeah well do you think also there's two things to go along with like fortnite you typically think of a younger crowd and more immature crowd and also all three of those games are fr uh, free to play too free. so yeah, free to play yeah i also noticed i would say that in fortnite a yeah. lot of the people who at least for my community um they were late 20s 30s 40s, yeah. just kind of gaming for fun so instead of they didn't have to um, like full-time jobs, parents, yeah. um, they didn't have to invest a lot of time or money yeah. to just go in, do a game, get out, and then they're back with their families. Or right. And so, like, I found it was crazy enough there was a lot of older people in those communities because yeah. of how quick a game is. Okay. And now... Over the years, what's been a couple of highlights for you? Like, you know, I, you know, I did this or, you know, I played with XYZ, huge raid from somebody. What's been, you know, some of the things that you look back and you're like, wow, that was pretty cool. Um, in 2016, I uh, got to do uh, the Battlefield 1, like, reveal. Yeah. Um, got to play battlefield with who was next to me it was the game was next to me Wiz Khalifa was across from me Snoop Dogg was across from <laughs> no him way. and like Jamie Foxx was there um Terry Crews was there there yeah. was a whole bunch of people there Get and out. we just got to play video games with these people that is wild and then uh I would say this I mean this is this one's probably gonna top it but uh just this past year I went to the Super Bowl because of uh being a, a streaming ambassador for the like the USO, oh. so like the USO is like, hey, uh, you're a gamer, <laughs> and then I got to go hang out with uh, Rob Gronkowski. Get out! So oh my god, it was super cool. Yeah, like <laughs> ga gaming took me there. While that wasn't gaming, I would say specific. Yeah, gaming did that for me, which I which is insane. Oh man! So what's Gronk like? Is he is he like is he just wild as he comes across on TV? Oh yeah, giant child. <laughs> yeah. Super great guy, but he's yeah. a giant child. Yeah. Oh, that's too. That is <laughs> awesome, man. Oh man. So now you know somebody who's you know if somebody's thinking about going live for the first time, what advice would you have for them, and what you know would you what platform would you suggest they they jump into? Um, I mean, I give the same advice pretty much to everybody who asks me about going live. Yeah. Um, consistency. Um, understand what, I mean, all understand what you're what you're trying for. Because, like, you know, like, in, in content creation, there's very, like, distinct groups. There's yeah. people that try to be funny. There's people that put on a face or do a funny hat or something like right. that. Like, you got to know what you want when you go in. Yeah. Um, and then you can fine-tune it, like, just by kind of feeding off if people show up. Yeah. And then on top of that, if people do show up, replying to them. Interaction yeah. as a smaller streamer goes goes a long way. Like if I go into a chat and there's like two, three people in there and I say something, they just don't say anything. Yeah. Like what? What? There's nothing. There's literally nothing else that makes me want to stick around if I'm trying to just kind of browse a category for, yeah. a, for a new streamer in that category. Yeah. So I would say consistency, um, interaction. Yeah. And I mean, figuring out who you are. Okay. That's probably the biggest thing. 
Excellent advice. And now what, you know, you talked about community. How would you describe your stream and your community? Uh, I mean, man, (laughs) I'm so I'm like, I'm super sarcastic. Yeah. I just, I'm just nonstop shit talking. Like that's just, that's just who I am. Yeah. And I would say (laughs) my community is definitely a reflection of that because they're lots, lots of trash talk. And like it's all, it's all banter. Like nobody nobody ever gets mad at each other, but like yeah. everybody gives everybody a hard time. Um I mean we're not we're not there to see it. I mean, I'm not some super great god gamer where I'm doing all this crazy shit. Right. Like I'm just I'm just there to have fun yeah. with with friends and and talk with the community, like chat and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, man, it's it's pretty much that. It's just nonstop buffoonery. Yeah. Is pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much the best way you can explain me, yeah. my gameplay, and my chat. All right, excellent. <laughs> and now, you know, when it comes to Tarkov, how did you find that game first of all? Like, where you know, what was your path to Tarkov? Uh, so I found that in and it had to have been like June of 2017. Uh, I had a buddy, um, buddy I used to game with all the time. He's like, hey. If I buy you this game, will you play it with me? I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. And we loaded up the first time and none of us didn't knew anything about it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I haven't. He's like, oh, I haven't played it yet either. Oh, God. <laughs> so we just we just screwed off in the game for a long. I mean, the game was super broken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't there wasn't much to it. But like the idea of it is what what drew us in. Yeah. And like after we started figuring it out, which we never even thought to look on the internet for for guides and stuff we just kind of figured it out as we went yeah and and man that was the game is so much different than what it was then god god it's so much more fun right now (laughs) yes and what what is it about it today that hooks you into it that you know makes you fired up and and jump into a raid there's no other game that makes me shake yeah that's basically what it is yeah um I mean, you, you play a BR, you get a win. It's like, oh, maybe you get a little bit of shakes. Yeah. It, anytime you get in a firefight, or at least for me, if I get a firefight with a two, three, four stack, by the end of it, my hand is pouncing. Yeah. Like, I'm, my the adrenaline spike is insane. Yeah. And no, no games do that anymore. Yeah. No. And this one consistently has done it for over like what, almost five years now. Yeah. So that's that's what keeps me coming back. Yeah, it's amazing because you could have an encounter that could last 10 to 20 minutes, just some cat and mouse. You don't know, you know, it's that's yeah, to me it's a big pucker factor those moments. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So now when it comes to the quests and the tasks, what's your least favorite thing to do from the quest an- quest standpoint? Capturing outposts. Yeah. At least they lower Honestly, the numbers of it, but any quest that requires you to sit in a spot in camp. Yeah. I don't th- I think is kind of a poorly designed quest. Um Yeah. It's capturing outposts, anything like anything like that. It, it man, it's just it just feels kind of rushed. Yeah. Like I I get it, it and you know, and it's not even as bad if it was um not mandatory like it is now right. to get a ca- the Kappa case. Yeah. Like if they just removed it again, and just let you kind of push for the armband. Yep. Uh, it wouldn't be so bad. But the the way designed as is right now, it's just not. That is my least favorite. Yeah. 
And now, you know, with that being said, you know, you, the, the, that quest in particular, or also coming from Battlefield and having the feedback and forms and whatnot, what kind of advice or suggestion would you, you know, if you had Nikita's ear right now, you'd say, hey, do this. This would be a tremendous for the game. Oh, man. There's a lot, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so the one thing that I want for this game, I don't, I still don't know. It's like everybody has kind of a different, like, oh, yeah, I heard this and this. My, the thing I want, I want this to be a completely open world game. Yeah. Like, I want all of the raids and, like, a giant daisy map. Yeah. And then I don't know how we'd do the rest of it, like the extracts or even hideouts. That's, I'm not smart enough for that. Yeah. But, like, man, if, if all the maps were as one and you could just drop into, like, a four-hour raid, if even if they were raid-based still, yeah. uh, just a four-hour raid, and you could go from customs to shoreline to lighthouse to streets. Yeah. And then just be like, all right, I've had enough, and then extract. Yep. Like, man, oh, God, that would be... Mm. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, because like right now in this sort of lull that we're having now, this you know lull came quicker for me than probably in, in, in other wipes. I I playing day I'm playing Daisy for the first time, and I'm, while I'm playing it, I'm loving it. But like, oh man, if Tarkov, the gunplay, the mechanics, that would just yeah, that would be a perfect marriage. Yeah, I uh, I went and played Daisy. I don't know, maybe a year ago. Yeah, and I I hadn't played it in a long time, so I was, I was going on modded servers that people recommended. Yeah. Um. Man, and I loaded in, got to a place, got some guns and stuff, and then got in my first firefight. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's why I don't play DayZ. <laughs> I, re I remember now. Like, that was it, man. That's the clunkiest crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a great survival game. Yeah. But as soon as you have to pull a weapon out, like, this is just, nah. Yeah. Just yeah. go ahead and kill me. Just please. <laughs> <laughs> so now, when it comes to playing Tarkov, do you prefer solo or do you play, you know, for squatting up and rolling with people? Uh, you know, it depends. Um, I'd say early wipe solos. Yeah. Just for questing and loot. Like, I mean, all my friends are, are like loot whores, so <laughs> I, I can't get anything in. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I'd say early, uh, early wipe solo, just so you can get some questing done, get some levels and stuff so you can get to a comfortable place. Yeah. And then probably once you get to like level 25, 30, um back in groups yeah banter is probably the best content yep definitely yeah now you know with the loot whores you know do, you, do they ever jump on your kills and take the stuff or do they respect <laughs> that piece of it oh my god lupa was the worst <laughs> oh no yeah. is he really not non-stop and like after a while we're like hey i think did i kill that guy like oh yeah here you go like oh you oh, <laughs> oh where's oh, the etiquette man yeah. man and he just plays it off. He's like, oh, man, I didn't know. Like, you knew. You knew. <laughs> oh. So now, question I have I have for you. Being, you know, trained in combat and tactics and whatnot, call-outs, you, you know, do you notice a difference when you're playing with people who haven't been trained that, you know, you've, the way they play is a little different? And, and, you know, is it more helpful when you play somebody who has been, you know, through the, the path you have been? Um, there's There's definitely ways that people play like yeah. uh, i know i play probably a lot more slow yeah than a lot of people are used to because of like i mean like willers and landmark and them they're jumping around the screen oh, and bunny hops yeah barrel rolls and stuff um i i i like to play angles yeah um uh 
I like the. I think the biggest thing that I like doing in this game, and it seems like a lot of the buddy like I play with some buddies that I deployed with. Yeah. Um, they're very similar. Where they'll they'll try to figure out like, all right, we started here, so that yeah. means somebody's over here, and if we can't find them here, like, are they gonna go this way or are they gonna go this way? Yeah. And you just kind of like figure out. You try to get in their heads, and yeah. then you like go to those angles and wait and be like, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming right here. And, and I think it's like just kind of understanding because people people are very are creatures of habit. Yeah. Even in video games. And like once you figure out like, all right, this is a hot spot. This is a hot spot. And you can just go there and they'll just loot everything for you. Yeah. And you take it for them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now who do you roll with? You know, who yeah, who do you roll with most of the times if you're rolling a squad? Um, I would say I mean I I, I just taught my uh, I taught another streamer this wipe, but I would say probably our our most most man, yeah yeah I'd say it's the the most usual squad would be like me Lupo, uh, Darkness yeah, um, and then there, there's kind of like rotations yeah through there um, like with Loop uh, with Jen and Amy and yeah. Trip and Fab. Like basically, we've got this giant group of people who we play Tarkov. Yeah. So now it's a lot, like shuffling around nonstop to get into groups now. Yeah. Now, isn't that one of the coolest thing about the community? Because I see all all the different streamers are playing. Like you know, Ash and Vaughn will play together, and they'll bring in somebody else, and mm-hmm. it's just it seems re- like there's a really cool vibe with with you know, and it doesn't matter if you're you know you're pulling high lum- numbers or you're just you know just cracking into the the hundreds and whatnot. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Tarkov, I mean, I, I think the only other game right now that I would say has a similar, like, welcomingness yeah. to their community would be uh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay. I, I mean, like, those two communities are, like, always super cool with new people. Yeah. Um, con- the, I mean, the content creators are all, like, they all know each other somehow. Yeah. Um, and, and Tarkov's the same way. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, it seems like everybody kind of knows everybody in that directory. Yeah. And like viewers are always crossing over and stuff. So, I mean, it's a, it's a really cool community, especially in the content creation. I mean, yeah. everybody kind of has like, I mean, we're all we're all weird, and we all <laughs> apparently hate ourselves to where we play Tarkov. That as yeah, our game yeah. So I mean, we all kind of have this understanding of like yeah, self deprecation. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. So now, from a you know creating other content, do you branch out? Are you doing TikToks, YouTube's, or really just focusing on the live aspect of things right now? I mean, I have like requirements for Facebook for yeah. my contract. Um, so I, I mean, I have to make reels. I have to make videos. Yeah. But, man, I hate doing that <laughs> stuff. I hate it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I just want to get online and and have some fun with buds. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to try like re, the recorded and voiced over and stuff. Right. I hate that stuff. Uh, I just want to do my thing. Yeah. And if somebody wants to edit it down eventually, they that's all them. Like I'll I'll pay somebody down the road to do that. But, yeah, and I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and now you know if you look down the road for the next couple of years or five years, what you know what do you foresee yourself doing? How you know how do you think you're going to adapt or change, or what plans do you have? And hopefully in five years I will be off the internet in a mountain somewhere away from humans. Nice. Like my in five years I don't want to be streaming anymore. Yeah. Like that's in two years i really don't want to be but like i'm trying to i'm honestly i'm trying to get away from it yeah um i i mean we just started uh meta pcs that's our like so we i've got that yeah uh, i've got a, a 
government contracted thing for the VA. Oh, cool. For, um, for veterans and stuff. Yeah. And like, I want that to grow yep. so that I can pull away from this yep. and not like, I want to be, I want to game for fun again. Yeah. That it's probably going to sound weird to people, but like I, we game for fun now because, or else we wouldn't play the game. Right. But there's like a, just a different, different level of fun. I would say when you're not streaming and yeah. you're playing a game, um, I want that back. Yeah. And because like when I'm done after eight, nine or nine hours a day streaming, I'm not playing games for fun. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I don't even want to look at a, a screen. Yeah. <laughs> let alone like, oh, let me pick up this controller. And, like, well, no, I'm done. And I'm sure there's some days where, you know, I want to play something different than Tarkov. I want to go back yeah. and play this or play that. And that's like you said, that's, that's, you know, that's fun. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I don't really have to maintain any numbers and stuff on Facebook. Yeah. So if like, I ever get into a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go play this 20-year-old game that I love really 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 much. Like, yeah. This is my favorite thing. And you know what? I'm you're you're going to watch it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're either going to sit here or you're going to like it. And I mean, that's probably the good thing about the position I'm in on Facebook is I yeah. can do that. Nice. But, but man, I just want to get back to like every game <laughs> being that to right. where I could just do and I'm like, "You know what? I don't even want to play games today. I'm just going to go like, yeah, uh, I got to pay my bills. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> Make sure my lights stay on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now two things there. One, I had, you know, Meta PC. So what is Meta PC? Uh, it's a PC company with uh, a few other guys. Uh, Zach Shutt, Kyle, uh, JD, and there's, there's others. But, uh, I mean, they, uh, Zach has been part of another company who built PCs and then yeah. branched off to do his own thing. And uh, he's like, hey, you want to go do this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Like, I want out of here eventually. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, we started uh, Meta PCs and sell cool. custom gaming PCs. And what's unique about Meta PCs? <sighs> Everybody that works there is insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, I mean, we just try to be. I mean, Zach is a huge meme lord. Yeah. So I mean, he, I mean, he just likes to. I don't know, I'd say just expand people's knowledge about pcs like yeah. he, like that's i mean he's been around pcs and building pcs his whole life so yeah. he like has like a passion for it yeah and he just likes sharing that type of passion with other people yeah i mean i'm assuming everybody everybody in the industry has that similar passion in order to get into it yeah but it's just cool to see like people get excited about their work oh so, excellent it's, it's neat cool and then the other thing i want to ask you about is your you know your relationship with the uso um, yeah, so about uh, two years ago now, um, had a, had a bud reach out and he's like, "Hey, we're starting uh, the USO starting a gaming ambassador program, and they want to know if you want to if you want to be part of the beginning of it." And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I do char I do charity streams every year for yeah. like vet or active duty foundations. I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, I've used the USO myself, so why wouldn't I want to do this? Like, that would be stupid of me." Yeah. And uh, and then we started it, and it's been they kind of been like pivoting here and there to try to figure out what they want to do. Yeah. But um, they have gaming centers opening up on a bunch of different military bases, where they essentially have built PCs. Yeah. And like mini land centers. So, I mean, they're 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 pivoting into gaming, and it's it's fun. Like I love doing streams on their oh, uh, their channel, and sometimes 
we've had who did I play with? Uh, played with a band, uh, Butcher Babies. That's right. Butcher oh no Babies. way! Um, and there's been others. There's been like sports players. Like ba- I think there's a few basketball players. Yeah. Um, I, I, I probably played with. Damn, my memory's so bad. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure I played with somebody that yeah. was like on a professional sports <laughs> team at some place. But uh, yeah, um, I mean they're just trying to like reach. I mean, it's all obviously it's like a charity. So, I yeah, mean, they're obviously they're trying to just push their reach to where they can reach uh, soldiers like right. other people who are like, oh, wow, gaming is not a weird stigma anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's great. So yeah. that, that's good that they're doing that because you look at the age of you know who's serving. They're all everybody who's coming in has probably played Early some 20s, sort of. Yeah. yeah, everybody's played Call of Duty, Fortnite. They're gamers. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's good that they're thinking about that. And I mean, they, you just look at the you look at the statistics. Like the people who are in that age group are usually single soldiers. Yeah, that probably need some way of decompression. Yeah, in a stressful stressful job. So, yeah, for them to be able to to offer that to to people who might be stressed out or yeah. just having a rough day, missing home or something like that, yeah, and to take their mind off of doing some dumb shit. I'm all for it. That's like, awesome. I, I love I love their mission. Like, I'm I'm always behind everything, behind all this stuff they do. They're great. Oh, excellent. All right. So earlier I reached out to Ames or Amy to send you know send in ask for a couple of questions to ask you. So she gave me yeah. a couple. Nothing bad, I, I don't think. So, oh, oh so first of all, who is the most chaotic player you've played with and why? Hmm. Is the most chaotic. Um, you know, it pro- it's probably Lupo. I was just, I, you know, I was like, he's gonna say Lupo, and like, there's, there's a couple people, but honestly, I think is Lupo. Yeah, he, he goes from like one extreme to the other, and somehow gets louder every time he goes from each extreme. <laughs> so like, it's just, it's an assault on the eardrums. Yeah, is, is what it is, and it's just like I don't. I don't know what to do. And it's like, you're sometimes your just mind is just spinning. Yeah. And he's, he's just doing his Lupo thing. Right. And I, he just does that mid raid. So yeah, I would say, <laughs> I would, I would probably say him. Yeah. All right. So her next question is what's the worst realistic Jaeger task that you could see being added to the game? God, um, <laughs> I know. Realistic Jaeger task. Yeah. Um, Because Jaeger all has the worst tasks in this in this game. Man, how man? Ooh. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't know how to make a realistic Jaeger task. I mean, they're all they're all bad. They're all shit. Yeah. Like um, <laughs> man, if I but if I could add an actual Jaeger task, yeah. it would be uh, um, melee a PMC uh, in his legs while low crawling. Oh, okay. All right. We'll take that one. I I would do that. Like I would just do that because that's horrible. Yeah. Nobody would want to do it ever. Oh my God. Like who's going to make, who's going to low crawl up to somebody and smack him in the leg with a knife. Right. Nobody. Yeah. And when you're crawling, yeah, absolutely. Jaeger would. Cause you, when you crawl in this game, you sound like you're a, you know, pack elephants. Yeah. You're dragging a cinder block with you on concrete. It's so weird. It's such a weird noise. It absolutely is. All right. So what in her, you know, she had two more questions. One is what was, what's your favorite Tarkov moment? Mm. You know, uh, that's actually a really good question. Um, it, 
this is okay. I'm gonna get real cheesy and sappy here. Yeah. But honestly, like, my favorite Tarkov moment isn't even a moment in Tarkov. It's just all the people that I've, I've met. Yeah. In the Tarkov community, being able to actually meet them because of Tarkov, and like, there's there's like real friendships forged from that. Yeah. So. It's not even, I wouldn't even say it's a moment in Tarkov, but yeah. it's a moment because of Tarkov. Excellent. That's a great answer. End of sappiness. All right. No more. Okay. You know, that <laughs> one it. feeling you had, yeah. we're done. It's hard. I've used it for the year. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> All right. So here's a wild one. She said, if you could add one thing to the game that's totally outlandish, what would it be? And NFTs and sex don't count. Ah, I knew she'd do that. A jerk. Um, okay. So. It's a real thing, but it's super outlandish. Seracoding, uh, seracoding weapons, because like, I mean, you've seen pictures of Hello Kitty M4s. And yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Like, add that to Tarkov. Okay. I want that. You want like, a Hello Kitty I, M4? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, I can do it in real life. Why can't I do it yeah. in Tarkov? I want that. I want to. I want to. I want something that looks like I want. You know what? I want a Charizard themed. <laughs> Freaking AA-12 shotgun with Dragon's Breath ammo. Like, give I, me that. I think Batty just went from 6 to midnight when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So on that note, so will you be going to TwitchCon at all to, to see the folks? No. No. Um, I kind of swore off conventions for a while. Yeah. Um, and, like, I hadn't really, I haven't really been out yeah. to, like, big events and stuff. So I know the first one I go to, I'm just going to be deathly ill afterwards yep. because of the con crud. So I got to like ease my way back into them, I think, yep. before I go to another one. Gotcha. And tw- California's gross. So. Yep. All right. Good enough. <laughs> All right. So what other, uh, are there any other content creators out there you like, you know, you like to watch that people should check out? You know, I don't really watch many streams. Um any of your boys on Facebook that you you know people should go check out? You know, leave the Twitch safeness and branch out. No, that, nobody's gonna do that. <laughs> um, and besides, most of the people that are worth watching already split their time between Twitch anyway. Yeah. They, they, there's there's always the writing on the wall. Everybody's yeah. like, yeah. Um, honestly, like I watch if I'm watching a stream outside of like the buds that I already play yeah. with. Um, Summit. Yeah. I watch Summit. Just because he's kind of an ass, like I am, and <laughs> I relate to that, so I, I watch. I watch him. All right, cool. So now, after you uh, disconnect for the the day or the evening, what you know? What's life outside of content creation like? You know, your dad and, and a husband. Oh God, it's it's yeah. Any chaotic. hobbies? <laughs> I don't have time for hobbies. <laughs> uh, I go to the range every once in a while. And yeah, shoot real lead. That's that's a good stress relief. Nice. Um, I, I that's if that's a, if like if there's any hobby, it's probably um, shooting shooting at the range yep. and ha- owning weird weapons. So now, out of the weird weapons, what is the one gun you love to just you know you look forward to loading it up and you know just shooting it? it takes you away from all the other crap that's going on. Um, it's probably my MDR. Yeah, I have a Desert Tech MDR and in in five five six that. That thing is a blast to shoot. Yeah. And I just like going to the range and plinking with it. And oh, cool. It's quiet. Yeah. It doesn't have, it's not, it's not like, it doesn't harass you when you shoot. There's no, yeah. no recoil because it's five, five, six. And it's just, it's just a fun gun to go. Yeah. Mess up, put, put some holes in some steel. 
Uh, it's funny you said it, you know, it, it, there's no kick to it. I was, um, I had uneventful gamer on who's a special ops guy and he does, he did CQB in, um, uh, breaching and whatnot over in Afghanistan. And he goes, yeah, he loves his Bernoulli shotgun because oh, yeah. when you shoot, they don't get back up. You know, when you get shot by an M4, it's like getting stung like a bee. It's like, wow, yeah. I've never heard anybody say that before. <laughs> it's like, shit. It's, it's, it's the round. It's, it's just yeah. not a round. It's, a, it's not meant to do damage. It's meant to just, just go right through you yeah. and hopefully hit a bone on the way through. That's wild. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Those Benelli's, man, those things pack a bunch. Oh, man. So I got to ask you, what are those helmets behind you? Are they Stormtroopers? Are they Clone Wars or Mandalorians? That one. Yeah. That one right there is Titanfall 2. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, that one's Mass Effect. Ah, okay. And Fallout. And that one's Fallout Power Armor. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Excellent. All right. Well, hey, that was it. We, you know, we got to the end of the pod. Uh, one question I got to ask you, though, is, you know, you've been on the pod now. you got to call out somebody who you don't like or, you know, think might have a good story to come on. Who do you, who are you calling out? Huh. Um, hmm. You know, honestly, I think, I think you'd probably be a, because he's a, he's another older guy. Yeah. Um, Fab. All right. I think Fab Fab would do well on this. Excellent. Because he's he has kind of a similar but different story. Excellent. Being a kind of a military guy in yeah. Coast Guard. Um, oh, he was Coast Guard. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he was Coast oh, Guard. Oh, okay. So, I mean, he's had a he's had a weird path for content creation too. Yeah. So I, I think his story would be pretty interesting if he actually tells it all. All right. There we go. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, Pool Shark. Thank you. Actually, no. Actually, how did you get your name? First of all, that's I forgot. To ask you about oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pool Shark came from was it 10th grade in high school, I think. Um, me and my buds used to go to bars and yeah. hustle old people out of money because <laughs> I was really good at pool. In 10th and, grade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 10th grade. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I did that for a while. Yeah. Um, used to just go to go to bars and be like pretend to be the dumb, dumb high schooler. Ooh. And then come out with hundreds of dollars nice so a little tom cruise paul newman you know that pool movie uh they did <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah it's but yeah that was that's and that's where i got it from like my oh, bud's just like you're a pool shark and it's been that's been my thing since what 2000 2000, <laughs> oh, <laughs> 2000. man that's crazy excellent yeah well hey thank you again for doing this it was a pleasure meeting you thank you for yeah, your service thank you all right yeah, it was good. I had fun. I'm I'm glad uh, glad I got to do it, and my internet is still still alive. Excellent.